Welcome to In Gear, a podcast focused on one-to-one conversations with marketing and technology leaders doing innovative things and creating unique experiences. In Gear is produced by Message Gears, a customer marketing technology provider serving radically different software for the world's largest brands. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the uh, first in-gear episode of the new year. Uh, my name is Will Devlin. I'm a VP of Marketing at Message Gears. In-gear is focused on uh, one-to-one conversations with marketing and technology leaders doing innovative things and creating unique experiences. And today's guest, our first of the year, is Tim Burke, who is president and co-founder of Affinio, part of Now Vertical Group. Tim, how are you doing today? Doing great and a pleasure to be on the show today. Yeah, we're happy to have you here. Um, now, as far as I could tell from, from LinkedIn, Affinio <laughs> is a marketing strategy platform, um, and it helps marketers uh, better connect with people using rich interest and affinity data. Um, you told me that was accurate, but we're going to get into the, a little bit of what that means in a minute. Um, but first, I, I'd really like to, to learn a little bit more about, about you, uh, a little bit about your own background and um, you know what led you to Affinio or to, to co-found uh, Affinio? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, just as background on myself, I'm an engineer by trade, mechanical engineer. My co-founder and I, Stephen Hankinson, have been working collectively together for over 12 years now. Um, and the impetus behind Affinio and how we actually got started came back about eight and a half years ago. And at that time, we happened to be running a mobile app company, um, doing a lot of sort of B2C, um, you know, in terms of marketing, a lot of B2C activities. And instead of sort of looking at social at that time, based on what people were talking about our brand, uh, we decided to take a look at who else our followers on social were following. Um, and when we aggregated that uh, eight and a half years ago, and we quickly saw sort of the power of this affinity graph and interest graph that sort of underpinned all of social, um, and we thought it was just so compelling from a rich, deep understanding of people's sort of data-driven personas and their interest patterns that we you know, saw it as a huge opportunity and doubled down and built what is now Affinio on the back of that insight. And so at the core of what Affinio is all about is essentially a custom-built graph um, insights and analytics platform. And what that means realistically, Will, is that you know, traditionally, a lot of data tends to be analyzed in, in sort of a format of, um, you know, in counts and sort of, you know, how many how many occurrences or how many sort of activities sort of are based on, you know, this consumer behavior, right? How many things do, do they purchase? How many times have they hit the website, et cetera? From, from a graph technology perspective, it sort of looks at data in a different format and it looks for connections in the data as opposed to counts. And so what you're trying to do and what Affinio has always been about is looking literally at the connectivity of billions of data points across consumer behavioral patterns at the core and trying to gain a rich understanding of what common behaviors are being done by certain groups of people in an automated format and being able to use those signals in a forward-facing fashion for strategy and for insights and for marketing. And so when you think of it in the context of social, where we actually started off the company, what we were looking at and analyzing was people's follower patterns, right? Because for us, fundamentally, that was just a really, really compelling signal 
in aggregate around your interests, right? You follow things that you're interested in. And so from our perspective, our thesis is always about, well, if you could unlock that in a pattern that you could put and present, you know, in a meaningful and visual format in front of a marketer, you know, how compelling would it be for that marketer to know that much about the person that they're targeting or the customer that they're targeting in terms of personalization, in terms of content, in terms of how to better communicate with that individual at a human level. And so if you fast forward from eight and a half years ago, what we started seeing and what we started getting a lot of feedback from our customers about was this desire to apply the same graph-based technology and understanding the connections in the data on their first-party data, right? So beyond sort of analyzing third-party data on the social sphere, they wanted to be able to apply that same technology as it pertains to transactional data that they had in their CRM to, you know, a web traffic, to search behaviors, to content consumption, you know, uh, to click, you know, ad click behaviors. And so at the, uh, we quickly became to, you know, came to realize is that what we created at the core of our graph technology, applying it to third-party social data was super compelling. It was an emerging need to be able to apply that to people's first-party data. And so over the last two and a half years, we've essentially transitioned our technology that, um, that used to be only applied to sort of third-party social data into a format where we could have marketers and our customers apply it to their first-party data. And that's sort of what we're moving toward is basically leveraging the same technology of automated segmentation, um, deep, rich understandings around affinity patterns across you know, billions of data points within very, very large data, you know, consumer and customer-based data sets, um, into a format that that same technology can now be applied inside of our customers' Snowflake accounts without Affinio ever seeing, touching, or, or being exposed to any of that data. So it's in a privacy-safe format that we're unlocking the same technology we applied to third-party social data assets years ago into a format that they can now apply to their first-party data. And what we're seeing, obviously, is very similar to the trends that you're seeing. I mean, with the movement of you know, many brands and retailers and others recognizing not only that they have to start leveraging that data um, that they're collecting more importantly, they have to collect more of it. But many of those organizations, even though they're early in the journey of collecting a lot and aggregating a lot of that data, are, you know, are oftentimes challenged by being able to make it actionable. And so that's what we're, our objective is with Affinio. It always has been, is to sort of translate what otherwise is very sophisticated big data and graph analytics into a format that's digestible, visual, and empowering on behalf of a marketer. That is, it's so cool. Like it's, it's cool to think about as a marketer, right? And um, it just, it, it helps um, all of us talk about like getting to know our customers, right? How do you get to know your customers and, and who they are and have a better understanding of them? And, um, you know, this, this is a way to actually gain some insights um, on, on their behaviors. What, um, what, what types of, or sizes of company? I mean, I could see any, any size of company really taking advantage of this. You mentioned, um, you know, Snowflake and being able to, to leverage some of this. I mean, I would think at scale, it's really important because it's really difficult to achieve this type of thing at scale. But what size customer do you typically work with? We're oftentimes targeting sort of mid to enterprise size organizations. I mean, many of these, you know, many of these teams 
um, are obviously collecting a lot of data, as I, as I mentioned, are already sort of down the path of sort of, you know, centralizing a lot of those uh, data points and consumer touch points across everything from marketing to their purchase behaviors to, you know, outbound signals, etc. But, but what we see in market is that although the majority of many of these organizations are, you know, multiple years in with data collection, many of them are still sort of at the early stage and, and nascent stages of actually being able to action on that data, right? So mm-hmm. for us, what we're trying to do is enable um, a lot of what we've created technologically to, to basically accelerate those organizations um, in you know, in a matter of sort of years in terms of their technology framework by sort of unlocking what we would deem sort of rudimentary functionality at the, at the data warehouse level, right? So within Snowflake, the, our technology can be deployed and effectively mimic many of the, you know, advanced capabilities of what traditionally are, you know, what you would see in a DMP or your CDP, but at the warehouse level and unlocking that and enabling it across, you know, fully scalable and, and you know, sort of as scalable as, as something like Snowflake is uh, at a level that doesn't require, um, you know, advanced technologists or data scientists in order to unlock the very simple questions that most marketers have, which is exactly what you and I are talking about. It's like people who buy X, what else are they buying? People who are, you know, clicking on this ad, what else are they clicking on? It's it's amazing to think of the the simplicity of the types of questions that many of us have on a daily basis that are extremely difficult to answer, right? And that's for us, sort of the core thesis is like, how do we scalably enable everybody in the organization, whether you know technologically savvy or not, to be able to address those questions? And we firmly believe that in doing that and doing it scalably across the enterprise, you basically advance the intelligence of the entire organization. And that's not just from a marketer's perspective. It could be, you know, from finance, from, um, you know, distribution channels, um, Mm -hmm. you know, collaboration across, you know, um, other parties or other organizations or other brands you should be collaborating with. So, so for us, a big focus is, you know, giving that technology and giving sort of advancing the organization to be able to unlock the answers they need at their fingertips uh, without necessarily making what today is a challenge for many organizations is their sort of research or data science or analytics teams oftentimes become a significant throttle. It's just those teams are getting hit with you know hundreds of thousands of questions sort of on a weekly basis. They have to triage what they can reply to. Um, but as a result, you know, many marketers still have to default to traditional meth- methods, right? So are still using, you know, a Nielsen report as a foundation of, you know, who they think their targets are or, um, or things that are even more rudimentary of like signals or insights from a walled garden perspective as their sort of foundation of what, who is their customer or who, who they're engaging with. And so we, we are focused heavily on the fact that if you can, transform the speed with which you can sort of unlock or get answers to those types of questions um, that are sort of affinity based, which oftentimes is sort of a core or certainly is a large component of the types of questions are being asked. If you can do that at scale, it transforms the way an organization actually will operate and can operate in the speed with which you can make decisions. So that's fundamentally, that's kind of the promise of big data, right? And I think it's one that oftentimes goes unfulfilled within many organizations. And I think many organizations quite candidly are frustrated by the fact that digital transformation for them was to move faster, was to make decisions smarter. Um, I think many of them sort of still feel the pain of 
man, we've got all this data, but we still can't ex- action or deci- you know make decisions at the speed we want to. Right. And, and you only get there when you've got not you know five individuals answering these questions in an organization. It's when you've got tens of thousands being able to answer those types of you know you know those questions at their fingertips collaboratively in a format that allows them to make fast decisions on, on the fly. And so that's what we're sort of shooting for as part of this move that we created. You know, we saw eight and a half years ago the power that we could enable by unlocking that type of um, that type of sort of data-driven persona at the fingertips of marketers eight and a half years ago on third-party social data w- was revolutionary, right? It was empowering for them to be able to get a, just a deeper insight of who they were communicating, who they were targeting, you know, what made them tick. And for us, the application of that same technology into something like Snowflake is just sort of the next generation and evolution of what we created eight and a half years ago. Well, and you know, you, you touched on something that we see all the time at Message Gears, which is brands, you know, companies are making this investment as part of a digital transformation in something like Snowflake. And that enables them, you know, to collect all this data. And um, our, our CEO, Roger Barnett, typically uses the, the metaphor of you're, you're on a life raft in the ocean. And you you're surrounded by water, but you're you're dying of thirst because you can't drink it. <laughs> it's not yeah. Yeah, and um, I, I think that's the thing. You've made this investment. You've you've done all this quote unquote modernization in terms of getting into a, a performant data warehouse like Snowflake, centralizing that data, um, but then feeling like, well, I can't do anything with it, um, or, or I'm not equipped to it. So that's that's uh, you, you speak in the same language. You see that all the time. What, um, I mean, you, you've touched on this a little bit, but there are some use cases that I think um, apply to any industry, but what are some common use cases or, or you know, even citing actual customer examples of where this data has come into to play and how marketers have been able to act on it quickly? Yeah, so I would say a lot of it sort of, you know, speaks directly to sort of the actionability against these insights. So. Um, Quite honestly, within the framework of what we've created from Affinio's perspective, we, we speak about insights to, to activation. And, and what that means effectively is that the same technology and the root, the root technology of this sort of graph analytics that we've created, the same ability for us to identify over-indexing patterns or similar patterns across massive uh, data sets is also sort of in a, in a way reversible. And, and what I mean by that is that we can analyze and identify over-indexing affinities of a subgroup of a sort of customer base inside of Snowflake, we can then also translate that into a larger scale audience um, based on effectively our own proprietary lookalike capability that's built on the exact same graph technology, right? So, So in a turnkey format, a marketer can go from creating and identifying an insight at their fingertips of affinity patterns. And those affinity patterns quite candidly could be against what I would deem sort of any consumer behavioral pattern, even mixed consumer behavioral patterns, right? So it doesn't require, like our technology doesn't require you to only analyze transactions or only analyze um, 
SEO web traffic, it, it can be sort of intermingled. And what we're what it's doing is it's trying to locate and identify common patterns. So so not only do you get this sort of rich data-driven persona at your fingertips that sort of allows you for, you know, allows you to strategize around content that you know will resonate and messaging and personalization aspects, but you can also translate that into a large-scale audience inside your entire data warehouse. So in sort of a press button format, you can go from insights into a large scale audience that can then be activated. And for, you know, the discussions obviously, you know, between Affinio and Message Gears is around how do you build sort of these turnkey propensity models from a really compelling insight that you can then translate directly into a campaign, right? And for us, that iteration um, and sort of closed loop capability is going to just continue, we're going to continue to see that advance. And a lot of those insights and learnings can then be translated back into the, you know, back into performance data and measurement data as part of that campaign um, just becomes another signal that can be analyzed, right? So, so for us, a lot of it comes, you know, the use cases is exactly along those lines. First and foremost is what patterns are, what patterns are emerging inside of a massive data warehouse of consumer data that I can't identify manually um, let the let the engine basically go in and identify those and bring those to the surface so that we can you know appreciate as you know as marketers who the customers are that are engaging you know um, which groups you know what signals over index for things like customers that are churning or customers that are high value we can quickly identify their affinity patterns right what other things are they doing that's unique to that group so for example I mean that's that would be I would say you know one of the compelling sort of you know, propensity-based model formats that we're discussing with, with many marketers within the Snowflake realm is the ability to sort of quickly identify, you know, of people who have, you know, customers who have churned, you know, what are the over-indexing patterns or over-indexing behaviors that we can extract from, from the data warehouse directly and identify, and then go find me everybody else who hasn't churned but looks like they have the same behavioral patterns so that we can now articulate a different message or a campaign around, you know, um, you know, or basically a renewal pattern or, or some signal that basically convinces them not to churn out only because you, you're building in essentially a prediction model um, and a recommendation engine inside of the data warehouse. And the key, key element to our entire technology stack, well, that is unique and compelling is that none of those analytics ever expose any PII to the marketer, right? For you and I, both of us know like meaningful insight isn't that Will or Tim was part of a group. It's the meaningful insight yeah. is that there's a large group of people doing the exact same behavior or very similar behavioral patterns. We need to maximize and um, take advantage of those patterns. And that could be, I mean, fundamentally, and I keep telling people this, fundamentally, marketing is about changing consumer behavior, right? So, so and I keep yep. saying, if you are capturing core root, root behaviors, um, being able to aggregate that up, see what those signals are, and then build campaigns and strategies around changing those behaviors is the ultimate goal of marketing. And then, be, you know, ultimately being able to measure that change is even that much more compelling. We're getting into, a, you know, I would say a realm of sort of data and, and consumer understanding and customer behavior that that is feasible without ever exposing PII. And that's what's really exciting for us. Yeah, that is, I mean, that it goes to this this concept of warehouse first, right? Um, that, Absolutely. That we're, we're 100% aligned on, but the, the fact that you can have this performant um, you know, database, but then, you know, keep, be good stewards of that data 
um, as you know, if you're the brand, you know, getting technology that can plug right into that so that uh, it's not exposing it somewhere else. And you're just able to, uh, to, to get a read on it where it lives instead of moving it around, uh, which creates inefficiencies and some lag and timing and things like that. Um, on the, on the you know, sort of warehouse first approach, uh, and you know our message gears is very you know very aligned on this in terms of message gears is a is a customer marketing platform for email and you know, SMS and push that sits on top of like a snowflake for example so there's no data moving um, you know what what do you feel are the benefits for brands that are adopting that that approach right and and leveraging solutions like message gears Affinio there are other there are other uh, warehouse first stack. Um, you know, what, what do you feel are the benefits, um, you know, and where do you see this, um, the understanding of the, this approach uh, going in the, in the coming years here? Yeah, I'd say two major advantages of that approach. One is simply data ownership, right? And, and beyond data ownership, because there's been a lot of publicity about that, I would say intelligence ownership, right? It's the brands themselves who are going to be empowered to identify from insights and build their own intelligence in a competitive fashion against the data that they own versus that being handed to them either by, you know, agency partners or third party, you know, data providers. I think more and more you will start to see the intelligence expand within, you know, certain, you know, certain organizations. And I, I would say candidly, like we've seen the best, you know, best of breed in this type of format who are winning, you know, the groups like Netflix that, you know, own and have, you know, always managed their data as super private, but has built basically a super compelling competitive advantage around that, right? So I would say more and more you will start to see that become, you know, becoming a compelling opportunity. The, the second value proposition that I think is just overwhelmingly compelling is a centralized, you know, uh, centralized source of truth, right? And mm-hmm. what I would say many organizations struggle with and it's quite surprising to us even in you know some of the largest global enterprises that we're talking to who uh you know who have a research team and a, an analyst team and the research team is using third party you know data assets and the analyst team is using you know their own first party data and data warehouse and those two groups a don't chat very well together uh, are basically drawing different conclusions naturally because the centralized, you know, this there is no centralized source of truth. It's basically multiple data assets are telling different stories. Um, but I think that movement and the acceptance that, you know, through the data marketplace of Snowflake, being able to do sort of provision third-party data appends, much of what Affinio also has from a technology is a privacy-safe way to be able to bump up two data assets, you know, whether between yourselves and a partner to evaluate over-indexing signals all without exchanging PII. Uh, the emergence of centralized intelligence inside a warehouse is gonna become just an, uh, a, a massive, massive uh, competitive advantage. And I think those who come late to the game um, will discover it too late, right? And so I, I think yep. it's encouraging to see sort of organizations who, who are only even at the, I would say, at the earliest stages of even um, sort of aggregating and, and deliberately investing in centralizing data in the snowflake, who will reap the benefits of that for years to come. Because once there, the, you, know, you will start to see, and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the opportunity to see 
organizations start to centralize their insights against the same unified data assets such that those conclusions and insights are actually being drawn across the board. Um, you know, the same answers get extracted from the same data set over and over again. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. Um, you also mentioned about data teams and marketing teams never, I don't say never, but having having trouble seeing eye to eye or data teams becoming a, um, I think, you, you know, an area of where things get throttled, right? Because of just the amount they typically have to deal with. The, the warehouse first approach and, and certainly, um, you know, sounded like talking through affinities, uh, Finio, excuse me, um, the the approach you, you take helps helps ease a little bit of that tension, it sounds like. How do you, um, you know, how do you see them, those two teams working together more closely? Yeah, and I don't think it's necessarily a friction as much as just the, the cha- you know, a challenge faced by both sides of the organization, right? Many, you know, both those groups are under different mandates typically. Um, are, yeah. you know, the data and research teams are obviously being commissioned right across the board. Marketer, you know, the marketing team is one stakeholder, probably about 15 in many organizations that they have to service. Um, so I think the, the challenge is that, Many of the activities that you and I both know uh, of sort of the marketing teams and, and, and marketers you know, tend to be and need to be closer to, to near real term, real time, right? So, and I think the, the challenge becomes when you're looking for insights from an organization or inside the organization, those turnaround times are just, they, they, it's just not viable in the current format. And for many organizations, the protection of PII and the protection of privacy is, is simply through infosec and and you know restricted access to certain individuals, and I think that's where this falls down, right? I think what we need to do is sort of take a new perspective, and this is what you know Affinio and our our technology embedded in Snowflake um, produces essentially aggregated insights, exposes no PII, but is accessing and acts you know the the actual code and algorithms are accessing the PII directly. But the aggregated output is all that gets exposed. And what that does is it unlocks the and enables organizations to have their marketer teams be able to basically address questions and concerns or ideas in real time at their fingertips. Um, and, and that enables basically faster decision making and quicker iterations, yeah. and quicker split tests and all these things that I think, again, becomes sort of the and has always been this promise of big data. But the challenge with big data in the in the real world is oftentimes PII. It's it's just access um, and the risks associated with access that enterprises default to. You know, well, we'll just lock it down and only certain people have access. Except it's counteract you know counteracting the initial objective, which is faster decision making, more intelligence. You know, at your fingertips. And so, part of what I see emerging in the capabilities within Snowflake, which I'm most excited about. Are things like native applications that they're you know that are emerging? The use of what we call secure user-defined functions, which is just you know a fancy name for essentially embedded algorithms, such that the algorithms themselves can have access to the raw data, but the output from those algorithms or output from those requests is fully aggregated and PII is never presented, and so. That becomes that sort of changes the paradigm um, from a data restriction or data access perspective into something that is just far more powerful for organizations, right? And and I'm a firm believer. This is you know I keep telling people that this isn't about eliminating or or killing off what otherwise is sort of data science or analytics teams. What it is about doing 
is offloading the 80% of requests, you know, that those teams right. don't even have time to do right. that, you know, that, that should be addressed at the fingertips of marketers. The things um, that should be self-service, right? Like it should be self-service be. And, and the yeah. repeatable questions, right? I mean, we, we've seen it for, you know, nine years now running the companies that most of those sort of zero order questions are very fundamental. It's like people who bought X from us last week, what else did they buy? Like, and when you're waiting, you know, when you can't answer those things quickly, you know, like I said, you default to either gut feel or your own past, you know, your own past experiences. Mm-hmm. But, but to me, like if you could offload that, it basically drives efficiency into those data science and analytics teams such that they can do more and stuff that can't be done sort of on a self-serve basis, right? They're custom models and, and custom framing and all those things that are, are far more valuable to the organization um, that should be offloaded essentially from those teams. And so that's, that's a big push is I think repeatability of sort of operational workflows, like when things are being done over and over and over again, you will see more and more of that move directly to the data warehouse. You will see more and more of those activities and technologies, you know, analytics and algorithms naturally embedded inside the warehouse so, so that you gain maximum efficiency without risking PII exposure. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Let, let's wrap with um, what what is next for Affinio? What are you guys working on and what are you thinking about? Um, the more we, the more we sort of jump into this, you know, concept of native apps inside of Snowflake, the more excited we get, uh, quite candidly. And the more we see path for uh, extending both our technology roadmap in that format, enabling essentially a privacy-safe way to deploy our technology to customers without us ever having to touch or see or expo- you know, get exposing to their, you know, exposed to their data. Um, but I think that's going to become a, a just a, a massive opportunity over the next couple of years. You will start to, you know, my prediction would be that you'll start to see traditional SaaS-based vendors start porting some of their core algorithms, capabilities, and features into a format that can get deployed directly inside the warehouse. It'll increase efficiencies. It'll drive up security and, and privacy. Um, and I think it's going to become sort of the next generation of what, you know, traditionally was the benefit of a SaaS platform. I think you'll start seeing the equivalent of that in sort of algorithms that are running inside the warehouse, um, it, you know, such that PII is protected, yet everybody in the organization is able to get answers that they need and make quick decisions on the fly um, on a go-forward basis. So for us, heavy focus continues to be down that path. Uh, we're excited about, you know, obviously, the, the roadmap of Snowflake and sort of the expanded capabilities as it pertains to that. But for us, uh, watching watching the maturity curve of those organizations who are warehouse first and Snowflake first uh, grow and expand is, is just a massively exciting opportunity for us. It is exciting. It, it, you're doing such such great work. There's so many cool things coming out of that. And uh, I can see why, why marketers are excited about what you're doing. So um Tim, this was a pleasure. We, we appreciate you being a guest on, on the first 2022 In Gear episode here. Um, Tim Burke, president, co-founder of Affinio. Tim, uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, and uh, keep up the great work. A lot of, a lot thanks of so stuff. much, Will. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I appreciate the time. Thank you. This has been In Gear, brought to you by Message Gears. Visit us at messagegears.com and be sure to subscribe so that you get new episodes as soon as they drop. We'll see you next time.